we are here tonight to bring you something so wonderful. Yeah, we are. (laughs) (laughs) We're about to take a journey. A journey through time and stuff. Thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, do we have a deal for you? Listen, mate, has your nana not slept in days? Does your wife keep chewing a gag off? Do your kids just never fucking shut up? Yes, they do. Well, you need... Do not mix Kablarg with firearm usage, children, or driving. May cause anal bleeding, involuntary murder, involuntary lactation, and dying within hours of eating. Kablarg! A journey through time and stuff. Jason and Aaron, they'll get you where you're going as you navigate the West Coast. Welcome to a journey through time and stuff. Time and stuff, yeah. You've never been on a journey like this before. Time and stuff time. Time for the stuff to happen. Time. Welcome, everyone. Woohoo! We are awesome. here. Yeah. So that's how that, we start our show, man. That was. That was just amazing like, <laughs> right we got better stuff now it, it feels like like you guys are like here like <laughs> yeah like, time now's the time for time and stuff that's that's how we tried to make it we we were lacking in the department we built this city on rock and roll i think that was the foundation that was it and then we that, went one there. of them it's it's like there's <laughs> you know multi-foundations <laughs> One of them is definitely rock and roll. The other is just not wanting to suck. <laughs> well, well done, fellas. Josh, welcome back, man. Thank you. Um, yes. This is uh, episode 30. Number 30. Right. You were here actually on episode 15, oh, which is right. funny because it's half the time ago. Right. Um, and I like, in, I like when things like that yes, happen. Yeah. So Right. Um, and also, this episode we posted on the thirtieth, so that's Boom. another weird thing that happened. Mind blown. Um, also, you are coincidence as of as of right now being multicultural in our podcast. We have many different listeners from many different countries now since you've been here last. Um, you are the most listened to podcast. Our one with you the last time, as of now. Has had the most downloads of any other podcast. Reigning champion of the hosts. Well, let, let's let's <laughs> double awesome. double it again. I hope let's so. I, I hope let's that we do get. It. Let's blow this up. Yeah, man, we got a sick freaking vinyl we're spinning too. Yeah, so chosen this is, by the guest. And so not so <laughs> so. This is the cool thing is not only not only did our guest choose the pot, the vinyl this week. This is the very first time a guest has brought a vinyl to the show. And so I love firsts. Yeah. This show you're, you're actually killing the first the the, the first the category, category of the you, first. You've just demolished it in the amount of firsts. You know, uh, it's it's not all about the record books for me. 
<laughs> you like easy little gains, little gains here and there. That's awesome. How have you been? But I've I've been great. Like Heck uh, yeah, man. Thing, things are going really well. Heck yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh, work's not stressing out. Nothing. You know, it it happens, but you get over it and you you move on, and and everything's cool. That's like the um the Buddhist saying. Um, what makes you happy? Could this moment make you happy? Man, that's good. It is. I perceive that so many different that's, ways. That's, that's it, right there. One instance. What makes you happy? Could this moment make you happy? I, I think, man, like, wow. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is this is like grand or something. But I think I've listened to most of your shows, and and uh, you guys always seem to be super positive, and and I think it's it's made like a difference in in my life. Uh, trying to be more positive as well. So us, uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh. And so, like, <sighs> like I go to work now. And I, Might and be I'm the like, first time we've ever heard that. Actually, that is actually the very. first. Thank you so much for that. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, and so like, that. like, like it, it, it just like yeah, you just have to make the most of everything True. that you got. True. That and thank you for that, Josh. That's amazing. And when man. you when you had originally said it, yeah, it's. It is. It's like beauty is in the eyes of the beholder kind of thing. It's been said throughout. Yeah. But, you know, but it really comes down to in everything you do, if how you look at things or yeah, or your own perception of what's actually happening. I don't know. Well, but that's why that's why I like Optimist, the question. Um, but I like I, I like that it poses the question. What makes you happy first? Because it gets you questioning, and then it and then it specifically brings up could this moment like it doesn't, uh, it's just a moment, you know, like gotcha. that's right. so easily signified or qualified in everybody's lives, just a moment here, a moment like, so I don't know it, and I don't and I that's just a translation. I don't know if it was. I would love mm. to be like <laughs> fluent. And well, just like well, oh, this is. A... I would love to be like some monk in you know sixth <laughs> century BC. No, in a, in no, a, no, no. You don't think <laughs> I would? Maybe I don't know. Wow. So maybe if the, at that time, at that time, six say sixth century BC, you're in the middle of a jungle in probably one of the most jungle esque, but you're in China somewhere, and you're in probably one of the most spiritually civilized places that has has been yet. And you're with a bunch of other dudes and maybe a couple of them are levitating. We don't really know. And you guys are reaching ultimate enlightenment, figuring out stuff. You've figured out math and all this other stuff already. You're telling me you wouldn't like Huge. to be this ultimate peace. There's no struggle. There's no, like, no one's attacking you. There's no famine. You have food. You're up in the mountains. Beautiful view. Clean air. I think that. Well, if you put it that way. It sounds pretty. <laughs> Like pretty, yeah, no. <laughs> you're right. I mean, don't get me wrong. Today's better. I don't know. Like, not the way you debatable. Put it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not at all. You, you turned me, man. See, I'd see, say, so, yeah, I want to well, be. That, a that's monk very positive too. of you guys. I like that. I'm just gonna say we have a toilet and a shower, and those are two amenities that I relish. I do enjoy okay. both of those things. So I yeah. think about so, things that I dislike in my day to day, and I think about I poop I poop twice, right? And I'm thinking I could bail that over the side of a mountain if I'm like, you know, once a day. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm I'm once a day pooper. Uh, is that crazy? 
Yeah, I it, it depends for me. No, twice. I'm a predictable once. But here's something here's something that I've I've okay. realized that, that I, don't, I don't I don't know about you guys but do you, there's that I, I, I want to get weird for a second right before we start this first song because the poop subject came up and I didn't even oh, plan shit. I had actually thought about this topic but I was like no I'm not going to bring it up but then Jason brought up the poop so I have yeah. to bring oh, up the topic you know. well you just have to assume poop is going to come up okay oh. um so or out <laughs> or out you're right that's a good point um. I I'm, I find that, like, it's funny. I was thinking 30th episode. I've just turned 30. Jason's turning 30 this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you're <gasps> helping months? us bring this in. I know. Um, I'm still learning how to wipe correctly at 30. <laughs> like, no, I got the basics down. Don't get me wrong. But it's like learning how to putt and then realizing there's a technique you've been missing the whole time. You can still putt the ball into the hole, but... Yeah, it, yeah you consistently get one stroke instead of two, you know, just the way to come at it. Maybe I, I've, I've found that it is, it's not just like a, you learn to pedal a bike and balance well, and you're done. This there's is, more techniques than you'd think. And I'm still right. learning them and well, you can, you as can, I age. Yeah, there's, there's many different ways to, to skin a cat as they say. <laughs> true. Very true. <laughs> very true. So, well, I live with you. So I know you, we've just recently like, well, I always knew, but we've learned how to shit recently too. Like, mm-hmm. so you're supposed mm-hmm. to like, you know, you're supposed Correctly. to lift your legs up. You're supposed uh, to actually be in a squat. So for, for our, think about your natural poop position in like, well, you're camping outside. Yeah. If you've ever been there, that's how you should do it. Cause your intestines. It's, it's the easiest way yeah. for your colon to release the excrement. Makes sense. That's, it's actually, that's how our so, bodies are built. So sitting in a, so sitting on a toilet, a to- toilet my my nose did a really weird thing and that was not in my control um sitting on a toilet um up higher your knees are down at almost a 90 degree angle from your hips and that actually creates a weird kink in your bowel at your right before your rectum itself and um, this is scientific. I'm not yeah. trying to get weird. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. Um, no, no. I, okay. I, I, it turns out we have you looked. Have, to, you, have you looked I, into this? Yeah, yeah. Did so you, did you buy like the the little stool thing? So we didn't buy stool. So, so we didn't buy the stool the... stool that is actually fitted to the toilet that they made the gimmick. We went to or Beth was at uh, the Home Goods store uh-huh. and bought a six dollar way cheaper just out. nice it folds up flat leans against the wall between the toilet and the wall and then folds out and it's the perfect height of six inches off the floor and it just props up your knees <laughs> okay perfect that noise is so <laughs> okay because like i thought like that wasn't the that was the plop of the that was the job already done that wasn't the knee, that wasn't the knees going up noise. well okay i'm sorry that was both it was significant we've already gone too far into this talk. i don't know this is this is so it it helps um how, how would you does, say it helps it i it it's easier effort personal oh, yeah. effort to put less in actual like less trying in in, right. in, so, in overall overall circumstances cuz sometimes you never have to and sometimes you have to try and well, I'm normally pretty like natural, I'd say easy, but like I don't even have to like 
breathe like usually i take like a <laughs> good <what> I, mean. <laughs> I take like a good breath in i breathe all the way in and like naturally like breathe on out on the exhale it's <laughs> just... on the exhale you know but if your legs are up like it's just kind of like i don't know you're breathing in and it's already ready there <laughs> like, i don't know it, it is uh, it's just overall sorry. effort it, it really does and fun. it seems like and it also <laughs> the other the other positions. thing it, it seems like um you just get a larger um, oh. deposit on average with your feet up it oh. seems like there's more tendency for anything that could be possibly left in there to it just follows it out right i don't know it's nice it's nice yeah the next the next upgrade is the um Re- removing your shirt well no see i already do that so have you ever do you, that's the thing he turned me on to it like in high school in high school like, like yeah even if you if you don't have a stool at all but it's a it's a rough one with the stool and the shirt off <laughs> so i found like even going to work and i'll go to work and i have my i i wait always my first routine of the day i wait for work i don't do it here i just get up go to work make sure it's at work i want to get paid for that um <laughs> Whoa. so all right so <laughs> when i get to work is i just take my shirt off <laughs> at work in the bathroom no one sees me of course, of course but yeah. i i i just take my shirt off before hang it up on the back of the door and then just sit down <laughs> have a moment and have a moment shirtless in the bathroom do my duty get back up and then i'm all said and done wash my hands put my shirt back on and i feel cleaner it, it's more of like a relaxed open environment i'm almost mm. in the nude at the point when my i pulled my pants down and i'm on the toilet and my pants around my ankles <laughs> oh you're, you're basically almost nude at that point right, right. and it's it's an actual really freeing <laughs> thing you're in the bathroom like because you're at work or just uh, no just because. no i do it here yeah i Every if, time. i do it or, here if i have to poop at home and i'm on it like today taking your shirt off. i just took i just took my shirt off when i went in the bathroom <laughs> and did put it on before i left and it's just it's become my routine you know there's a seinfeld about this is there really yeah awesome <laughs> i did not actually. okay so i've so, seen most seinfelds uh, but this is amazing so costanza at one point like like just walks out of the bathroom without a shirt on at a party or something because uh, he had just he had just taken a poop and at happened. the party and while he was taking his poop he took off his shirt you know, <laughs> wow he takes off his shirt when he when he poops yeah uh, and then uh he just walks out to the party and just totally forgot to put his shirt back on so that's I think amazing. I think that's the that's the danger. Uh the danger you guys are, are, <laughs> are facing. We're walking a okay. thin line. Yeah. You're right. If we're gonna do that, we gotta make sure I don't know, maybe at home is the only well, I, safe way. My my shop is pretty brisk in the in the mornings. Yeah. And so I I would notice if I walked out into the shop with my shirt off mm. instant nipple erection, See, it would probably go bad. I would notice. Right. See, I like I always knew that the shirt off technique was way better i always knew if you take your shirt off and you go to the bathroom it's going to be far superior um it actually it was turned on to me by a guy named Corey that we went to high school with um not a previous Corey that we had mentioned but another one and i'm not going <laughs> to use the last name but you know, of course but, <laughs> keep identities private yeah. right we try Especially we try poop type but anyways thing. i like thank you so much because i've still to this day been using this yeah and um, it's good. It's it's gone on. It's a tradition. So I savor the moment 
you know, working in a pu- pretty public place, I, you know, I don't have a, the opportunity to take my shirt off and just go. Not to mention, I always have. You like don't. A, not you well, can't go in the stall. Oh, you're. Long, I mean, so oh, it's yeah. just kind of like you know, just kind of yeah, a little you're bit right. Overboard I'm to tr- strip it all down, but I have learned to savor the moment. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, really, if I'm gonna, you know, if I'm going That's there, wonderful. You know, <laughs> you, learn to savor the moment. Really, I mean. Every little bit counts, I guess. <laughs> In a way, I don't know. I'm trying to come up with all these oh. like sentimental like moments here, and but that's wonderful. You know, I don't know, but it's true. You are right. <laughs> well, you know. Okay. <laughs> we gave the bazooka boom. <laughs> we gave the bazooka boom for that poop talk. That was, um, that was a Josh, good long poop talk. What what uh, what album did you bring us? So, Give us a little preface, all right, please. All right, so. When I was a kid, uh, we used to have, uh, I, I would ride, ride my bike everywhere. And one of the, my favorite destinations was always the record store. And I would, I, I would ride my bike and it was, it was a couple miles in, in my, in my nine-year-old head. It was, a, it was, a, it was a long a, a way. Big, oh, yeah. yeah, of course. Yep. And like I was nine, and I was just like on my own. I'd be like, "I'm going to the record store and take off." And uh, you know, I would always like have the risk of running into the big kids, the teenagers who who would mess with of you, course. you know. And oh my uh, gosh, like this was this was a big deal. And like I would oh, always yeah. try to, I'd always try to find a friend who would want to go to the record store with me. But and, it's and it's cool you got the like the. Uh, like you were able to just go and trek out on your own. At yeah, it was it was by the the well, yeah. Uh, that's how things were. Were you that's uh, beautiful? Would though. you consider yourself a latchkey kid at that age? No, uh, not quite. No, no. Uh, I, I mean, my mom was around okay. most of the time. Uh, she just didn't really mind if I took off for a few hours. Gotcha. Okay, uh-huh. gotcha, uh-huh. gotcha. Uh, and so uh, I would ride my bike to the record store, and I'd always buy these these you know forty fives as we called them, right? Seven oh, yeah. inches, because we had this Fisher Price record player. Uh, and <sighs> one day, I don't know where I got this much money, but like I I must have been saving, and uh, I go to the record store, and I had uh, I had listened like. A couple weeks before this, I uh, this older guy that I knew in high school had played some Van Halen, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh my gosh! And dude. so, like, right then is right when this album came out, and and it was all over MTV. <laughs> Jump was just like the the hottest thing, and I was like, "No way!" And so I I rode my bicycle to the record store when I was nine years old. And I bought that and I brought it home and I put it on and I put it on. It was, it was my first, it was my Uh first like full length record and I put it on and I put it on B side first. And the first song that I heard is hot for teacher. Wow. That was that.
Wait a second, man. Give me a what do you think the teacher's gonna look like this year? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god. We were rocking out pretty hard right there. Yeah, blame it on me. I brought my pencil. Give me something to write on, man. I heard about your lessons, but lessons are so cold. I know about the escort. Little girl from Cherry how can you be so I love that part. This has a really good mix. I'm actually really surprised. I don't feel tardy. I don't feel tardy. (laughs) You don't know how many times I've said that line. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. As soon as I knew what tardy was, I was saying I love that part. Like, that's so hot, right? Uh, so that video came out on MTV. I don't know if you guys have ever uh, seen it, but, yep, like, yep. I was nine. <laughs> that video changed <laughs> my life. You understood, right? Yeah. It, at that point. Right. I, so that, I mean, yeah. that video from, made from you understand. that moment. That's yes. when it all started. I'm serious. Oh, okay. Like, that's why this album, like, I uh, mean, that's it. I, I could talk to you guys for, like, 
at least three hours just about this album. Well, let's go. Let's get a little bit into it. So this was uh, your first, like, oh, girls, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'd always had, like, girlfriends, you know, like. Uh, when when was your first kiss? Uh, Do you remember? Like, like. Like girl kiss or like, yeah, like not 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 like not like not actually like being serious. romantic, okay, okay, kiss, okay. Yeah. but like kissing. We already uh, like divulged this. Yeah, cause <laughs> me and him had the conversation already on a previous podcast about our first kisses. I think I think the the first time I meant it was in was in kindergarten. That was about nice. Yeah. Chelsea, yeah, I was, Chelsea Valdez. Sure you were. Ooh, I was I was <laughs> good in first name. Chelsea no, Valdez. Good name. Right? Good name. Right? Yeah, and, I, and my, she looked like Chelsea Valdez, like like right. you would you would picture it too. Yeah. Nice. Uh, she Very was good. she was just like she was a perfect shirt, uh, Chelsea Valdez. Chelsea, <laughs> perfect Chelsea Valdez. That's Make great. Feet. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I, I was in first grade. He was in what? You were in what, so was that first grade, second grade. I think was I was in said? second grade. Second grade, yeah. But I was pinned down by a third grader. Let's see. Oh yeah. No, no. Maybe that's the story I fed my mom because I wanted to feel real good. <laughs> At but, that age, it's really silly to think. Real tight. I don't know. So real nine, tight. so nine that's comes so around. Good. You said you're nine, and this album comes out. Yeah, and you are how old at this time? Uh, right now, I'm 42. No, at the time the album comes out. Oh, I, I was nine. Hello. Oh wait. Okay. I'm sorry. That was a bad line of questioning. My what I meant to say was, um, you're in what grade? Third? Oh, yeah. Uh yeah, third grade. So are you like now looking at girls in your class going like No. Oh. I was looking at my teachers and like, like <laughs> why why aren't you hot like the one on the video? Uh nice. Ooh. But interesting. Yeah. Uh, but, do you ever have? What, did, you, did you have a crush teacher? This no. is where I was going to go with that. Not at all. You didn't. No. In any school in See, ever. No. I feel like even talking about it makes me feel kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> I did not mean to click on that button. The screen went dark. Um. Yeah. No. <laughs> I had a really weird crush and <laughs> incidents with someone in my class that like I almost got in trouble for liking. Tell that story. <laughs> it was this is super, amazing. This is terrible, and I'm not going to say the name of who it was, even though, like, if they ever were to listen Do, to this, I think that they okay. Think it was does silly. the name start with a C? Of course. Okay, so uh, perfect. <laughs> Awkward. Not seriously though. Um, yeah, I freaking in third grade. Um, there's a a young girl. It was in my same class. But uh, I thought she was, I don't know. You, the I don't one, think the I, bee's knees, you right? were infatuated. Right? Um, maybe it's because I like, didn't know her, and it was just like a curiosity thing. I don't know what it was. Or you were a kid, and you <laughs> yeah. had a crush on a little girl, because that's <laughs> okay, what boys or, do. Or that. Yeah. Or <laughs> that. But anyways, okay, so this is where I could have gotten bad trouble. So I grabbed her. I was pretty fairly knowledgeable with the computer and so i grabbed her yearbook photo and i blew it up i made it bigger and i put it and i 
like printed out the photo and I put the photo under my desk and I taped her picture. <laughs> I taped her huge picture under my that's desk. That's awesome. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> I, I got I got ridiculed, <laughs> like for oh, just no. thinking. Like it was harmless. Yeah, Obvi- of course, obviously. It was but no. ser- oh man, you should have seen. But that's how crushes okay, go. Okay, so yeah. as soon as her. Okay, so she found out. Because one of my best friends was just like, what the fuck? Like, you're crazy. And I was just like, fuck, I am crazy. And then <laughs> and then she saw. Crazy in love. <laughs> yeah, right? That's what they talk about. But so silly. And so her, she found out. And then her mother. Oh, oh man. No. I'll never forget the day. Oh, no. I'll never forget the day that her mom found out who I was. And like. I had to walk across. She was like, it just so happened that she was parked like in front of the school and I had to walk in front of her car. <laughs> and like, I knew she was giving me the death glare from hell. Oh, oh man. That's rough. Woo! Third grade. That's man. okay. The same girl got Who me too. Okay. Years so. later, like 10 years later, Whoa. same girl got me too. Whoa. Yeah. Right. I had a crush on the same girl like 10 years later. I did not print out a picture of her and put it under my <laughs> he learned desk. he learned from my mistakes but dude best friends man. but i got in a fight on the stairs in our high school with one of my friends over this girl the said girl hmm. yep and that was actually the only actual like real fists thrown fight i got in like in high school outside of high school during the years i was in high school i was in quite a few but the one like in school during school time that was the only high school fight i got in was over that same girl you're a pretty pretty big guy i bet i bet well i bet you were pretty pretty lanky before i was pathetic at at that time but like i i I was surprised i i had you could like i had held one arm out well you were in shape I was in you shape. I was okay. in shape. He was any, he, and he's always been pretty good at wrestling. Like that's the thing. I had he an could understanding. Have always put somebody in a headlock, like with the freaking bone. I just, I just, I understood squeezing. that I had leverage. <laughs> I wasn't very strong. The other kid was actually way stronger than me, but I understood that I had leverage, and I was taller, and I had wrestled, and I knew he had never wrestled, and it wasn't like a punching. It started as a punching match, but very soon I just didn't want to punch and I just grabbed him and picked him up and threw him down on the stairs. And then as soon as I had like actually got him off the ground, because he was bigger than me, he weighed more than me, he was just, I was only taller. That was my only attribute was that Mm -hmm. I was actually at height. And as soon as I had actually like got him off the ground and thrown him down on the ground, then everyone was like, oh, like it got real and everybody like, and he realized it was real. And then it just stopped after that. Cause it was like, oh shit, we're, we're, we're pretty good friends. Well, I, I, yeah. Well, well, yeah, we're pretty good friends. And all of a sudden like, oh, how that actually hurt. Cause I wasn't fucking around. I didn't want to get in a fight. Yeah, true. Well, I kind of did. At, I, well, at the instant of just like. <laughs> At the instance of it, I didn't, or I did, but in reality, I didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at that time, I was like, of course. Like, now's the time to fight. Peacocking. 
peacocking. And and it didn't work. That's the the real moral of the story. Did well, both of you lose the girl? A hundred percent. Oh yeah. yeah. A hundred percent. As soon as and, it happened. Yeah. Three, actually. Even the guy he fought. <laughs> like uh, No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, that's the everyone point. Everyone loses. That's the point. It's always. That's where I was actually gonna go. Thank you for bringing that up. North um, Korea. Donald Trump. Everyone loses. <laughs> everyone loses. Everyone loses. Oh man. So yeah, it's been like yeah. a what? A little over a hundred days now. Jeez. How do you no, feel? today is a hundred. Today? Today is a hundred. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So how does that make you feel? Uh, um on one hand, thankful that I'm still alive. Uh true. Uh and on the other hand, terrified that I'm still alive. Yeah, we um, there's a very high possibility that there are going to be things that we're going to be seeing in the near future. Right. God, I hope not. And us being like the fucking well, kind of uh, I don't know. I'd say fork. I don't know. We're kind of sticking out. I don't know how well we'll defend Portland because we just <laughs> support Trump so much. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Like I, 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 like honestly, I can't, I can't. Like, I, I think that's, I think that's their what they're trying to do. But like, they're beating me down, man. Like, like mm. they're beating me down. Just the, the, the media, the onslaught, the news, everything. It's, no, it, the people. It's, it's, it's well, what, what it is that the Trumps are doing, you know? And like, man, like, if I, if I listen to everything, it, it, it destroys me. It it is getting crazy now with the amount of things that can be said that just like it really draws a line. Doesn't I mean, it? I don't know. I think <sighs> I think. Well, like I I hate that there's a term. This is what I think, and and kind of where I think you might be going. I hate that there's a term that is called false fake news or alternative facts. And I hate that those are terms that have become used in vocabulary today. Well, I I hate those words because it it just obfuscates, uh, you know, like the the real news that, that is actually happening, and it like, and, and <laughs> it allows you to just say like, well, yeah, that could be fake, but it's not fake. Like all this shit that's going right. down is is real, and we're just like, mm-hmm. there's so much that's happening, and well, and it it's. I don't know. I wanted to get like this was one topic I did want to bring up. Have you have you so there is I've become deeply troubled in I went down the the flat earth oh yeah wormhole a while I'm ago. I'm super interested in that. And I I really wanted to like take a deep dive because they're fucking serious, dude. These have you been paying attention? Have you seen well, I, the amount I just of know, flat Earth? I know that Kyrie Irving believes that the 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 Earth is flat, and like just there's that th- there's people that that Shaquille O'Neal, put, yeah, totally. no, no, so 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 Shaquille so Shaquille O'Neal so, thinks the Earth is flat, man. Shaq came out again later, yeah, and just, did, and he did say, I don't actually think the Earth is flat, yeah. but Bigfoot though, <laughs> he said that. Oh, so so, so, I'm so he's trolling everybody. Yeah. That's all he's doing. Shaq's just trolling, That's okay. That's which true. is fine. But there are people <laughs> wow. out there. There Go are figure. people Can't out there who aren't there. <laughs> control. <laughs> there are people out there who really do you really think yeah. that the Earth is flat. I don't. I don't get it. Don't so get it. the Earth is flat. 
the North Pole is the center. Everything is splayed out around the North Pole. And Antarctica is a 200-mile ice wall that circumferences the outside of a flat disk that we're on. That's, that's, the, that's really the consensus. That is what, in fact, they believe. Um, they say the reason that it looks like a globe is because all the cameras and airplane windows and satellite footage, photos and everything have fisheye lenses. And... Um, yeah, that makes sense. And then they, th- then people will go, okay, well, what about the Japanese satellite that's twenty two thousand miles away that they put out there to long distance orbit the planet that can is actually far enough away that in a undistorted image can take a single photo of the entire planet in its photo, and it uploads it's live streaming all the time and every 10 minutes this satellite uploads a new image right. to the internet showing the earth as a globe as, and they as go it is. and they go photoshopped nope man but they're out it's really bad it's like how how can you like have like such a willful disbelief like, because it's the government and they lie and it's I mean, everybody but, but it's it's the scientists it's and it's the government and it's the it's the um a terrible the system wheel. did you guys ever think that we'd see like science like we we have to have a march to like for oh science? no shit. like science it is blew like my mind too. Under attack. It's, it's like well whatever man like like, like oh, whatever yeah. you want to believe is is how it is but <sighs> no there's such a thing as science so what what i it's despicable. It is really bad. It makes no fucking sense at all. I, I mean, like, I'm okay, glad. Let's just crawl backwards. I'm, I'm glad that there are people. I mean, I'm glad that the turnout was huge. Yeah. For one, oh, of course. unanimously across the country, the unanimous was, was huge. But, the, you know, the turnout was huge. But what sucks is everybody right now who is under the 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 big, like, Trump follow movement and I'm not dis- I'm not going to say conservatives because I I I don't even like those terms anymore. Yeah. Liberal, yeah. conservative, there is no more of that. There's now neocons, and there's you know, uh, I mean, there's 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 yeah. all alt right, alt left. There's every, there's so many like Just weird people. new skewed view. Of course, that's the thing. Everybody's everyone's people different, and everyone has and a different view. Everyone's different. I don't think there's one category at this point anymore to put people in. Right. So I would say Trump f- followers, people who are just blindfully backing yeah. everything and don't care about his blind lies or right. or that they're giving him a ninety six percent approval rating right now. Yeah, that those people. Um, the The fact that there was such a turnout for for the March for Science across the country on that day on what, three days ago, four, five days ago, whatever it was. The fact that that was there is awesome for us to go, oh my God, yeah, look how many people like <laughs> support and understand that this is an important thing to be teaching and education and, and you know, fact right. value is important. Is, is that, that was, that was where real? I was like, okay, yeah, that's good. But where I actually realized with the downside to it was that, those people, the Trumpers, everybody there, who just blindly followed him, went, look how many people are blind. Look how many people aren't woke. Like, 
like that was something for them to be more paralleled against. They they then saw this gigantic number, almost as many as they are, jump out and say, "Hey, we appreciate science and facts and like you know empirical thinking." Hopefully, all that was was that was just setting in the confirmation bias more for the Trump followers to go. Right. Look how many people are just fucking. They're all getting paid by the like they they right. will they will go as far as saying that all these people are just getting paid next. off. Right. And it's a conspiracy against well, these people. I don't know. I'd say the furthest extent would maybe be saying, I don't know, like, we're as evil as everyone else they're fighting. Because, I don't know, you don't hear a lot of those people from the scientific realm, like, wanting out, going out and, like, starting wars or wanting to be, I don't know. Do yeah. you? Well, Do we? I don't know. Collectively, I don't think so. Well, that's not the business of science to dictate foreign policy the it's it's just to supply no, right. fact well, about yeah. reality that's all that's like and that's the thing that everybody else will group science into having all these other things and being this like over broadening government suppressing thing all we do all science does and i i don't say i mean to say we like as me as a part of it i mean we as the scientists that are collective upon of, of humanity mm-hmm. all they do is explain reality with facts. It's then to everybody else to just take those facts and interpret them. And I mean, like it's, you know what I mean? It, yeah. There, there's, there's not questions about it. Right. There's no, there shouldn't be games being played about these things. They're facts because they're, they're facts proven by other people that hold. They're, like they're the proven scientific. No, they're proven by people yeah. that want to prove it wrong. The, those <laughs> people wrong. Right. Yeah, of course. That's, that's how the scientific process. Like works. that's the whole mm-hmm. thing. Is is some yeah. one motherfucker it's comes good. out. He's 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 ahead of everybody else, and he goes, "I think that there is a thing called a Higgs boson." And it is a particle that supplies gravity in a field to everything else, all of matter that exists. And everybody else goes, you're fucking wow. crazy. Yeah. And you know what they do? They spend hundreds of millions of dollars <laughs> and build a giant particle accelerator and millions of people. I think that was billions even. Bill, hundreds of billions of dollars. Millions of people work or worked for 20 to 30 years to build this thing to prove one man wrong. And then they went, oh, look, he's right. <laughs> and then Guess now what? it's fact. And now yeah. it's fact. Yeah. Yeah. So, like. I love science. That I love science so much. Mm. I it, Every part of it. From, I mean, from just particle to, to what's, biology. What's to, not right. to love? What's not to love, man? I mean. It's so. I mean, sometimes the facts are tough, but then again, like, the facts you know are. The that's the thing. The facts know, are tough me, to handle better. sometimes. That's better for me. I'd rather know one big <laughs> one. One big one that I just saw mm. was um, scientists. Oh God, from oh, I, I don't remember, but it was just published in Nature. Um, they found evidence in mammoth tusks and bones. Mm. They so so in San Diego. They they found years ago, but it took they they analyzed these remains for twenty years, mm-hmm. and then they published their findings after twenty years. So they found these in the late eighties in an excavation in San Diego. They found some mammoths. 
they excavated them. They did all their stuff and they did uranium dating, which now is better than carbon dating, which is better than radio dating, which it, it, uranium dating is like one of the best. To be, I mean, it sure. is the best we dating source we have today. They found that these mammoth tusks and bones had indentures in them that were perfectly matched to stone tools that we can prove were that were in the same site. We can prove they hit each other and they dated them because the mammoth tusks have marrow in them. We dated them to 130,000 years. Wow. So we, so scientists has now proved that there was human activity in, in North America Wait, a hundred thousand years before the we know the next wave of humans crossed the ice bridge right thirty thousand years ago so but thirty thousand huh. years before that we know the wave of of Russians came across so the much but there were already humans here right yeah and that tells me that so here's where my brain went wild. I didn't. I, this wasn't in the article. This How is where my from me from. Okay, right. so we know Pangaea was real. That's what we call it. Whatever you want to call it, we know Pangaea was real. Who's Pangaea? We know that <laughs> life at that time happened. Life was already happening at that time. Okay. We know that there are species of apes in Africa, and in South America that are of a common ancestor, but over a billion years de-evolved from each other, which means that their chain split over a billion years ago of evolution, but they're both primates. We So we know that South America had some evolution evolved differently from African evolution and descent okay. from the human evolution. So I'm wondering, was... Were there, is there, a part of the human race, and, you know, genetic testing is going to get more and more into this, that is actually differentially evolved and then made it back into the sequence. Oh, the wildlife's going. You know what I mean? I know. Oh, I, oh. oh and it split. Ooh, good call. Another touching. Sorry. Michelangelo it's just giving a little, like, oozy up. That's nice. Sorry. No, no, that was good. Thank you for... Thank you for that. The lava lamp is important. Um, I don't know, man. Isn't that crazy? It, it yeah, like, like just that. There's people here that much earlier than they thought. Well, so that I mean, that says that. I mean, we we were like okay, home, um, like Homo floresiensis and Australopithecus then evolved into Homo sapien at like 200,000 years. They're guessing 150, 200,000 years, somewhere in that range. They're guessing that, you know, at the best they can. Well, if that's at 200,000 years and then 130,000 years ago, they're using stone tools in North America when we're supposed to be just evolving and moving out of Africa at that time. 70, yeah. you know, 70,000 years isn't that much. We're already using stone tools in North America. Is that seems kind of like a, a I don't know. I don't have, I'm not a scientist, but I would guess that would be a separate chain of evolution start happening. I don't know. It seems like you have to, you have, uh, you have something to prove. Well, I don't, I don't know if I, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I think I'm just had a, a little bit of whiskey and I like to 
you know, think about weird things. But yeah. the science of it, it's amazing. Yeah, no, that's like, the big thing. All of this stuff is, is like mind-boggling to me. Like I like I learned about. Uh, I think it was like Ice Age people who who uh, did dental dental work on each other. Like oh, I think I heard about that. Yeah, they actually showed like they they put like uh, some kind of like sap in like they carved out somebody's cavities and filled it with like this really hard sap uh to to for real seal it. And, yeah and so like back in like like they were had fillings they figured out fillings yeah it's crazy well <clears throat> they're like oh this is dark around a white tooth bad yeah bad. that hurts yeah right oh, oh well i mean they had figured out they had we know <laughs> they know. had aspirin already we know yeah. they had pain medication already. Mm-hmm. We know they had hallucinogens already. I mean, these people were experiencing some of the same psychosomatic stuff that we they experienced tried everything today. We I mean, the, the crazy thing is that I've been coming to like kind of deal with and understand is that people, you take a person, a human from, from 150,000 years ago and put them in this room with us, wash them up, give them a haircut, he doesn't have to know English. He just doesn't have to say anything. And then you bring one other person in the room, have us all wearing the same clothes, and make that person guess which one of us is 150,000 years old. They would have a really tough fucking time guessing which one of us that person was. You, you know there's a movie about that. Encino Man. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And <laughs> Okay. Encino no, Man like, is a no, great fucking movie. Uh, I, I've been reading about these bog bodies. Do you guys know what bog bodies are? Oh, no. So uh, I get I get this email from the Smithsonian, and, and uh-huh. this is where uh-huh. I learned about this. Okay. Uh, so I guess in in the Netherlands they have these peat bogs, right? And and people okay. people like cut the the peat up and use it for fuel and mm. all this stuff because it can biodegrade and things like uh, that, right? right? But like. They keep, well, not keep, but every once in a while, they'll find, like, this perfectly preserved body from, from uh, like, the early Iron Ages. And uh, and it's, like, the I saw pictures of it. Like, the, the, the guy is black. Like, like, like black as, as night, like, all the way. Uh, but his skin over. is still like, on his body, or? I, it, it's just, it like. Mummified? It's, it's mummified. Um, okay. Like, it's totally mummified. So, but, like. Other than like this weird, um, the 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 color of it, like it looks like it's it's still alive, like it's so well preserved. Yikes! And and these they they think like they put uh, they put these bodies here as an offering to some god or something, mm-hmm. um, and they don't really know why, but they come across them every so often, and they're like these this super perfectly well preserved, like 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 Egyptian type mummies, but even super well preserved. And so they, they do all this work on them and figure all these things out. They also have bog butter, which is pretty cool. They, they put like this butter in the, in the bogs too, to preserve it, which is, that's wild. Yeah. Look it up. Bog butter. Bog butter. Holy crap. <laughs> I'm going to have to look up bog butter. That's, that's amazing. It's not, but I'm going to write it down right now. <laughs> so I want to play something real quick. Oh, dear. After I wrote down bog butter, because that's important, I'm going to look it up. Serious, it'll change your life. I wonder if there's a commercial for it we can play. Oh, bog butter. For bog butter? <laughs> Good one. Good Maybe one. we should make one. 
At night, when I'm holding my baby close to me, I hold her tight. Real tight. And then we go on a journey through time and stuff. Thanks for listening. <laughs> That's amazing. Brilliant. <laughs> so we had that one, and then um, we also recorded this. Oh. What? Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a shot and took a great fall. Humpty Dumpty recuperated in the yard for a couple months listening to Time and Stuff. Now Humpty Dumpty has some balls. Thanks. <laughs> I had to play those. It's great. Yeah. So we, we recorded those today. We made that music today. But something I wanted to talk about was funny. Me and Jason were sitting here and we were, you had, Josh, you hadn't been over yet. And we were coming up with the music to, you know, we want to come with a couple different things. We want to put out new commercials and new little promos and stuff like that. So yeah, we're we, always trying to do some. So we were time. in here doing it and we wanted to create something new. So originally we had started with Jason beatboxing and <laughs> we were coming up with, like we wanted to make a whole terribly. thing terribly might I add we wanted uh. to make a whole thing with just our voices and just layer voice after voice after voice and come up with this crazy thing and all of a sudden we found ourselves making monkey sounds <laughs> like <laughs> yeah like yeah, like simi- oh, simulating chimpanzees and we're like oh. ooh, 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 we should make chimp noises ooh, we should make monkey we should be a so bunch of chimps so it. like how did it really get into it though <laughs> I don't, we were just we were trying to make up sounds to make to loop, and we w- started making fucking chip noises. Yeah, but there's a reason. <laughs> there's a real. If you uh, can come up with a better one, I no, as far as right, I remember, though. it was just we were trying to think of crazy noises, noises to make. Well, you said unique, and you wanted something that we'd never had before. Totally, exactly. So we so, instantly thought chip noises. Of so course. so here is the crazy part. And Jason came to the realization. So we're sitting here making chimp noises and <laughs> having fun. And then I'm like, man, they don't sound good enough. What if we had some like real chimp noises? Okay, this is with, what's fucking crazy. With our noises. So I get on the Google <laughs> yeah. and go to the YouTube and the and YouTube. and look up chimp noises. And then I start looking up like bonobo noises and then chimp noises and then gorilla noises. And right. Then, and going through all the different species of of, you know, primates and trying to find like the right sequence of like yeah. like the I, crazy I was looking for a <laughs> and just like a quick like a, little like a weird crazy something we were looking so so we sit here and we're, we're making these noises and then I'm googling other chip noises <laughs> and then we're watching their videos hearing it in our headphones and all of a sudden we start imitating them <laughs> and so we're, we're watching on the monitor together like fo- videos of chimps yeah. making noises so Aaron and I are literally watching chimps <laughs> make and noises learning, and learning, learning, how to make... learning from said chimps no. to better our chimpness well I mean you, you gotta on be, the I internet. guess you gotta be genuine I mean be authentic we were trying it but, blew up and but, then we went wait Jason stopped Jason it stopped it all and he goes dude <laughs> I was like we gotta fucking stop we're 30 and we're sitting in a room 
that we've closed ourselves in by ourselves <laughs> learning how to make chimp noises on the internet to better ourselves. to better our chimp noises from real chimps on a video on the internet wow yeah <laughs> we, wow we came to that realization today so we shut and it all down we, we shut it all down we deleted everything and we started over and then the baseline that we came up with that you talked over was what we came up with after that instead of looping chimpanzee noises yeah <sighs> well i had i had a spark of thought like I'm just picturing what I said now over chimp sounds, and it was like, it gets so much better. <laughs> it would. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Do you remember what you said? I feel like Aaron and I should just... Real tight. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm holding you, baby. <laughs> That's no really strange. No yeah. um, oh, man. But the, the gorilla noises. <laughs> yeah sorry weird and what i what i realized and that just perfectly expressed my next point we haven't evolved very far (laughs) like it yeah we we like to consider ourselves more evolved than them but we 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 want it took three seconds of watching a video of chimps for us to try and imitate them Yeah, like it didn't come. No. But but think of how you how you watch these chimps, right? Like they watch like, us, they imitate us. We watch them, we imitate. Yeah, but them. you didn't watch them. You watched some a video made of them that was put on the internet that you downloaded to your computer in your house. Yeah, true. Right, we didn't have the interaction so, of the chip. I mean, they like, can they can sign language, man. That's true. Like, oh man, they might have. Uh, I can't it. sign language. I, this I can't that fucking we, sign we, language. We got so into Coco. Like, uh, we would watch all these Coco videos. Awesome. Yeah, man, that's that's a smart gorilla. No shit, that's the truth. But that though. that's actually real representation that they're not that far from us, man. Right, right. Like for and, real. Yes. And you yeah. think you they think don't have like, a vocal cord? It's not. It's evolution's fault. Right, but like Coco totally communicates. A hundred percent language, like no, yeah, yeah. like like a like a human would. You watch Coco with Robin Williams, and that'll blow your oh, fucking yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah. And then you think like blue whales, like like I <sighs> I hate to get all Star Trek on you, no. but like whales are the epiphany of fucking intelligence, right? Other than humans, you guys have you seen the? I think it was Star Trek two, of course, the movie where or maybe it was three. Star no, it is Star Trek three because Star. Star Trek II's Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan, right? Um, and like it, mm. the, the the gist of the movie is that the the whales are the intelligent ones, and they're they're calling for help and and, and that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I hate to ruin the movie. It's, yeah, no, no, it's, no, it's, no. it's been thirty years. If, if no you one, seen if it, no yeah, one's right. seen it's Star been, Trek three by done. now, um, no, we're going to spoil the show. Spoiler. But you know, I mean, no, it's yeah, the sea. Mammals in the sea, yeah, are oh, dude. We I have this brings us to a great, great question too. Well, we have to pose. Okay, I'm going to ask a question after the next topic. We want to talk about sea mammals and intelligence. I'm going to table that. We're going to go to our next music. We're going to go to our (laughs) second song. Hey, if you have if you have a little record cleaner, you should like wipe down that record because it had some gunk on it. I can do that. Oh man! Are you when you when you're talking about I can't sea mammals? Are you are you talking like uh, the venerable sea cow? Well, 
I mean, I guess the sea cow is is it go sea cow go sea cow? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would not say that. I would say more in the whales. <laughs> yeah, yeah the por- porpoises and porpoises, whales, whales dolphins. Yeah, that family. I That's see. what I was. Just just clarifying before. By the way, this uh, this song I think should be nautically themed, uh, in that uh, ships go through a channel. Here, am I right, Aaron? Okay, good. Um, Just as a as a uh, Jeopardy question, Uh um, this country uh, is home to the uh, largest and busiest man-made canal uh and it's yeah <laughs> well i hope that we... was a perfect drop it was what is panama <laughs> alex will be proud <laughs> Like these, these are like Aaron. You're a bassist. This yes. is one of the most creative bass lines. I'm, I'm saying that facetiously, but a hundred percent. Quarter notes, man. That's it. I'm jealous. I di- I didn't write it. I always found yeah. this related well hot teacher. Oh yeah. Between my legs. He's a seat back. She's lying. Come crying. Right behind me. We have you give out. Got the steering. Power steering. Bitchy mopping. He knows stopping now. 
dude i love it fuck so yes. good man you know so um, great so cool. we talked about this i think right before so we good. we started recording but uh the second album i bought mm-hmm. huey lewis in the news sports yeah it's a great album heck yeah another one that holds a deep deep, deep <laughs> spot dude van halen and especially panama that song hot for teacher 2 but panama was on a mix cd that me and one of my buddies in junior and senior high school he had a 71 chevy truck and we used Perfect. to cruise around in a 71 chevy single cab um just everywhere man and we listened to it it had some you know aerosmith and all this stuff but it had panama on it and it had hot for detroit on it too um, <laughs> but we would only listen to the drum intro and then skip to the next song which was walk this way by aerosmith which was track two and so we would listen to the drum intro and if you timed it right on his record player and it was the whole drum intro for hard for teacher and then if you timed it just right walk this way would start right away on his burnt cd in his record player and it was like a perfect drum intro to walk this way and but so that one and then panama i just that's, i don't know that brings me back man that's the little which things. is which is funny because we have van halen one and two in our record collection great albums which are both mm-hmm. great albums but this one other than run with the devil this has the most of my favorite songs. Well, this this was their on their like huge commercial. Yeah. I mean, yeah, huge this was the commercial one. success, right? Uh, if you like, I'm I'm uh, uh, very apt to to tell people, oh, hey, you should check this out. But like, if you want to see something funny, like watch David Lee Roth, like like press things from like the especially the Us Fest. He's so out of his mind. He's great. Uh, like <laughs> he is. Like he he like it's just like somebody just like wound him up and and let him loose and it, and it's Dang. awesome to watch him work. David Lee Roth was on um the Rogan on Rogan's podcast. Oh really? That if you guys haven't heard that it's I don't know podcast 600 something. Go back and listen to that. It's it's a like it's really amazing he's, hearing he's David Lee Roth incredible. just talk for a while with Joe Rogan. I'm like, bad. dude, it's it's a hell of a fucking podcast. Hmm. It really Man. is. Go back, check that like out. Like to to like live the life of David Lee Roth. That would be <sighs> oh man. I couldn't imagine that guy. That guy made me want to learn how to go. <laughs> only make like the really high noise. Yeah. My voice wouldn't do it at that point. But we Annie and make I the really went, high went noise. to see him. And um, yeah, in the Our, Tacoma Dome. Uh, when when DLR came back, um, and and also uh, my first big concert was was to see the fifty one fifty tour, Ooh, which yeah. was kind of a bummer because I love nineteen eighty four so much, and then I have to go see Sammy Hagar, yeah. <laughs> which don't I'm not saying he's bad, but for me, yeah. like that's Van Halen. Hagar. So, Ni- so that, that was two questions I want to ask you. One, what'd you fig- what'd you feel about Hagar? Halen. You know, like and and you can hear it on on some of like one or two of the songs in nineteen eighty four, but you can hear like the the overall like pop like sheen and move and, that they're going to. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and I I don't put that on Sammy Hagar at all. Um, no. I think he was a part of it, which and and I didn't like that at all. Like that right now business, like yeah. like forget that stuff. Like right. that's uh, like uh, But you hear it on Halen. jump. Yeah. Yeah, but like jump to like I guess so like like totally and and uh, 
but like the first like the first opening 1984 this album is like this nice keyboard and, and it, i suppose like you could take it as is kind of moving in that pop direction but it's just like awesome sounding yeah, intro to of the course, album of but course i don't know like you can hear it like you can hear the the precursors of them going full-on pop and no, you can and that i can't handle man i no. can't handle that man no no sammy uh, sammy halen <laughs> yeah. no, can't handle that no um so that's why i want to ask another question jump bum me out that it's just keyboard and hot guitar do when when like when this album came out and you were like have, had you already heard the first Halens and like been like, okay, eruption. All right. Like yeah. all that, like, Oh, Van Halen. And then yeah. this album came out. Right. Yeah. So when, when it was like jump came out and you're like, Oh, there's no guitar in this album in this song. I mean, were, were you bummed out? No. Um, and, and I think maybe I was, I was, a, I was a kid, you know, but like, um, even still, I listened to a ton of music. Like that's what True. I did. I listened to the radio and, um, so I, and so I'd heard jump a, a thousand times probably before the album even came out. Okay. Cause it was a single album. Right. Yeah. Of course. Uh, and it was on MTV, which is something that that's all I would watch. Uh, and so, which is what early, I mean, MTV was 81, right? Yeah. So this is, this is like when, yeah. when like videos were like the thing. Not, yeah. And nobody knew what they were doing yet. And it, yeah. it, it was fun, but like still like, uh, no, not at all. It didn't bother me at all. And, and then when I got the album, like there's plenty of awesome guitar on this album. Of course. No, of course there is. And, and like, I don't know, like to this day, like one of my favorite things to ha or hear in a song is just a weird sound. You know, just like it can just be a, a, just the smallest part of a song. And if it's just like this weird little thing that, that happens, even it, it could only happen that one time, maybe on an album. But like, ah, ah that that one weird sound will turn me on to a to a whole band yeah but, like there's tons of those sounds in right. this album oh, that just make you go oh, Aaron, yeah Aaron, awesome. it's all about those weird sounds i am um, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know what i'm talking yeah. about i love oh, yeah. weird sounds weird things like sometimes i pick he's out like, you in, need in, to be more unique he tries to pull out all the best stuff in me <laughs> <laughs> oh, i just i hear like spots where it doesn't need anything. It, it needs doesn't need anything, crazy. or it needs like one thing at this. Like, I don't know. I hear him. I hear him in other music. When when, I mean bands like yes. Gentle Giant and Yes, and <laughs> right, right, and there's, King Crimson. There's and, these perfect moments where they right. have to be there, and if it's done right, it's it, monumental. It's it's, it's it's huge. It 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 just well the kinda, perfect but, like. It's Bing. more. It's just more accepted because that's the true. right thing. That's for what right it there. should be. Right. Yeah. And but, true. And then true. when it's off. Yeah. But that's when I like there, them. That's when I like guys. them the most. That's when I like. Oh, them you like the, the bad most. ones? I like the ones when they're. I like the ones. He likes what, the funky, like inner thought. Like no, nope, like I like the, the ones real... when when you're bobbing your head to the beat and you think it should go on dunk and it goes. And it tricks and it you. Hits you right and before why? your head comes okay, down. I get you. Yeah, that's what I like. I, li I like those but tricks. I like the tricks, but it's a thoughtful. I don't like the right. mess up tricks. I like the thoughtful tricks. They took time. They put that in there just to make you go uh, and catch yourself, right. and then they give you something completely new to pop your head right. to. Do you want to know what my favorite song of all time is? Please, Electric Avenue. By I Eddie knew Graham. you were gonna say that. And and the reason, no, like, like everybody, it's like it's like. 
it, it everybody thinks it's just like this throwaway song but it's it's this 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 mm-hmm. polyrhythmic thing that, that just loops and it just hits so right in these yeah. right spots and if you listen to it you can listen to it See. and it's and it just sounds like a 4/4 song uh. but if you really like listen to how it's going yeah it's got a beat to it but it, the everything is looping uh-huh. everything is looping and you'll hear when these things happen it's like when you're when the windshield wipers on the bus would hit and write unison do you guys know what i'm talking I'm, about i've been uh-huh. there um and and when those things happen you're just like yes it's perfect just for a moment and yeah, that, that's uh-huh. electric avenue to me see i i have i have uh, i don't even know where to start i have two <laughs> well things. i have go jason i found new appreciation for music from listening to it like there's a lot of older music or just i don't know music in general that i've experienced through the radio and uh and just listening through it through crappy car speakers or whatever and then i'll come back to it and like yeah i'll use a medium of sorts i'll just like get spotify and i'll use it and uh I don't know. It's like I find new appreciation for it, like this older music, and I'm just like, man, I've never heard it like this because I can hear all the different freaking sounds in it, and it's like made me kind of appreciate some music, yeah, more totally. Even though it's you know just like the same old like radio style music that I would have listened to back home in Alaska, and I'm just like, oh my god, right? Some of it, some of it is, it is or the vocalist, or it's right. like, or the whatever it is that it just like turns me on. Some of it's garbage <laughs> and some of it's like just amazing. Right. Or and you find those ones that are amazing. It's a you little do. bit. It changes your mind. I think I think Electric Avenue is a good song. And and actually it's one of no, it's a really good song. The message, like if if you no, like the no, music of it, it is amazing. The, the way music it's of it's sung, amazing. It's, no, no, it's like it is. It's a, a time. It's, it's a really good song. Now I could say, mm. it's it's definitely not my favorite song. Sure, I understand that. I um, I think that would. That I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> that'd be a kind of rare. small minority, right? <laughs> um, but I find, I've heard other people postulate that that Electric Avenue, it's actually a pretty big Reddit feed. I don't know if you're a Reddit guy. Really? But but there's a really large subreddit dedicated to just Electric Avenue. No way. And it's awesomeness. No way. There is. And I've ventured in this because no Rusty... I'll have to check this Rusty's out. Rusty's a music guy, and he's turned me on to it, and um, he sent me on... And, and he stands kind of with me, because Annie was actually the first one I've ever heard say Electric Avenue is the best song ever. Oh, written. yeah. Yeah. So she was... A, she was, And this was in I like 2000. This, upon her. this was in like 2009. <laughs> yeah. Probably right after you guys got together. I don't know. Yeah. Because but I'm it like, was... No, you just have to believe this is the best song or I won't date you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. This That's is it. fucking perfect. <laughs> um, and I hear it, and I hear the polyrhythms you find in it and i hear i hear all of that but i don't when i listen to the song as a whole i don't think that was intentional i think that came out of the song as an after fact i don't care well, <laughs> that, and that's and that's fine like and, i understand and, why you would say that like maybe it did but like the like the process is not the the art true true but man there are guys. songs i listen to that i think that I would imagine that 
equal process was put into and the outcome is far superior. Should we pull up like 20 seconds of it? <laughs> of Electric Avenue? I think everyone might probably, probably knows it. But. I mean, it, it would be one of those things where you'd have pause to hear the whole song. Pause yeah. it and it would bring be, it up. Yeah. <laughs> check it Check it out on your free time. Electric yeah. Avenue. Yeah. Listen to like, no, no. You know it. It, it. it really is a good fucking song. Yeah, it really Like, is. there's no joke. It's a really good song. It's just... Among all the other really good songs in this giant fucking heap of good songs, and I don't think it like sits at the top of the heap. Yeah, but I think I think for I'll have to re-listen to it a lot um, of, but it's yeah. it's near the top because I've heard a lot of really I I like the song. Actually, I could say I love the song. I have really good childhood memories of the song. I really do actually. It's a it's a great pop song on the surface, but if you dig even deeper, like mm-hmm. that's why I I like it even more because you dig True. deeper and it gets deeper. Uh, it, there's there's a whole lot more than just no. The, there the really level. is. There really is. You start hearing what the bass does, and then how the bass interacts with the keyboard, and then like it builds a different rhythm off the bass, the keyboard that the guitar builds off of it. But then you listen to the guitar and the keyboard together; they're building this own like dynamic offbeat rhythm with each i mean it's it's it is very creatively written and and here's the thing i've i've rocked down to electric avenue uh, in in my life <laughs> you yes you have um and once and you go down to electric i didn't avenue, even realize i was never going realize back. i was there until i was like oh shit this is electric avenue uh and and uh so here i am and i was like oh okay this makes so much sense when like, you were there did you rock down too i did um, I didn't mean to, but uh, then I, when I realized I was there, I realized mm. that I could not be. Um, <laughs> and right. so, um, perfect place for me. But like, like the the lyrics of the song and the and the delivery of the song on top of all of of that, like you, that message there is just like, uh, I don't know. It, sure, I was I was still pretty young, but I was like paying attention to like Margaret Thatcher doing these things and like. Uh, Ronald I love Reagan. Thatcher. Uh, well, like, pay attention, like, because, like, back then, like, there was so much bad stuff happening, and uh, directly to to uh, people who lived on Electric Avenue. Yeah. Um, not just specifically there, but as, as an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. That's why I think it's it on top of the the music of it. It the, has the cultural significance to it that yeah adds to the 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 weight of the song. Correct. Well said. So in that down on the street there is violence. No, no. So in that, in adding the weight of the cultural significance to the song, I would say it's a pretty fucking good. I mean, God, it's up there. I there are songs that I find music more musically masterful and moving, like like inside my body, moving masterful, but. They don't have a cultural significance to them. And there are other ones that I find that have like big cultural significance. You know, you listen to Credence and some of their songs, or you listen to um, Norman Greenbaum, or you listen to the Beatles, or you listen to Rolling Stones, or anybody of them, and they have some some era timed songs that. Buffalo Springfield. Buffalo. Yeah, right. No, no, for real. You know, I mean, Hendrix, anybody, pick them. Yeah, true. They have those moving era-timed songs. Electric Avenue is one of those songs. 
but I, it has, I think it spoke to something really specific uh, as opposed to a general movement or a, 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 a theme. I guess it did speak really significantly to one city, one part of one city. Well, yeah, but like that was just a, a an example of of, uh, of what larger, was really like, going on, right? Uh, of what, like how how um, mostly black people and race and, relations, uh, were, yeah, were, yeah, were being treated in in England. But um, yeah, I mean, I think you could translate that to just about anything or anywhere, you know, where where the oppressed are. Never mind. Well, we're getting really deep on well, this. Well, this we're getting really avenue. deep. But it's kind of important. Um, you spent you you went you spent time in Europe, right? Uh, yeah, I I, I was uh, I lived in London for for a while, like six months. And did you spend time anywhere else? I've I've traveled through Europe, but um, yeah, Germany a few times, England a whole bunch. Um, but yeah, what um, I guess, so what when were you year wise? What when were you in? London. Oh, uh, the first time I was there was the was the best. Um, must have been like eighty two, eight probably eighty two or eighty three. So punk rock was just like on How fire. Holy, in eighty three. Uh, that sounds uh, seven or eight probably. Okay. Gotcha. And Perfect. like punk okay. rock was on fire in England, and we were in like the epicenter. We were in London, and like there you went was, with your parents. Yeah, of course. Like, you yeah. know, I, I just hailed a cab. And, like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> of course. Okay, you're right. No, you're right. Uh, you're right. You're right. No, so uh, but my like my dad just found punk rockers really like humorous, um, which is funny. I like I never put this together, but uh, one day I came home with blue hair, and he just laughed. Uh, anyway. That's uh, funny. Uh, he just found punk rockers really humorous, and so we'd see punkers everywhere. That's awesome. And uh, <laughs> like, I, I was just like, I saw like the epicenter of punk rock. It was pretty cool. That's awesome. And then so At that, that was that was the first time eighties, and then you went back to live there. That was yeah. Uh, I I'd, I'd been to England and Scotland a, a one or two other times, but um, I went there for school, and uh, when I was a um, and junior in school, so that was probably ninety five into ninety six. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, um, and it, it was awesome. I lived in London. I didn't, how old were you at that time? Twenty, twenty one, twenty two, twenty two, twenty two. Okay, gotcha. Um, which is pretty awesome. So being a young man, and fresh. Yeah, I like Europe. I, like I was, and I was totally on my own. I didn't have school to go to. I didn't have a job to do. I was just there to just fuck off. My, my, <laughs> nice. My, my. It, I was there for school. So like my my project that I was working on was I, I was a photographer in school, and so awesome. Uh, I and, and I loved um, geography or geography architecture uh um, and so uh, okay. yeah um the the uh, geometry of the architecture in gothic cathedrals really got to me and so i went over there and just like my job was to just go out to these cathedrals Take all over england them. and i i had a rail pass so i could just hop on a train and go uh whenever i wanted wow and uh all over yeah. england and it was awesome and so i just go for a day out to the countryside like exeter and like take pictures of cathedrals it was amazing um i did that for like six months and then at night uh i had i I had these these friends that i had met there and uh we were all into music and so every night we'd 
uh, well, one of the one of the things if we didn't have a show to go to, which we we went to so many shows like every night. Uh, but when we didn't have a show to go to, me and my friend Greg, uh, Kay, we would just hop on the tube and take it out to the suburbs and just the fucking tube and just and just hop off at a Blind stop tube? and and be like, okay, let's find a pub, and we we'd just meet all the craziest people, like just like any great bands you saw over this there. Sounds I mean, epic, man. In this your, in your so travels, cool. real. Yeah, like I saw. Um, oh God, I'm terrible with names of bands. Um, uh, Ian Mackay, uh, who uh, what was his his band called? Um, oh geez, I can't even remember the name of his band. But uh, like he was just like this crazy dude, and, and like I met this other uh, this other guy. We, like he was like like on, in his stage show, he would like walk out on people's shoulders and and do like this oh, cool. dance on people's shoulders. It was kind of wild. Uh, <laughs> awesome. I saw a golden earring at that show too. Oh, was really golden cool. earring. Sweet. At, at the same show, which was really crazy. Very cool. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know why those were together. Um, <laughs> I saw Stuart Copeland, um, drum, drummer from Police. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he's amazing. Um, <clears throat> I saw Thurston Moore uh, and Lee Ronaldo um from uh, sonic youth to like okay. this this like free improvisation thing uh and i got i got to be on stage and take pictures just because i ran into one of them at the record store that day like very like rad. all all these things just like fell Fuck. into place for me uh which was so cool i got to do all these just amazing things that, <laughs> i don't know uh like there's a guy at work and he's like you know you uh there's no way you have this much packed into your life it happened guess but what? like but you made it work somehow. Yeah. I just have too many stories, I think. Well, that's there's, great, man. That's I, w- really I would say two things to that. There's never too many stories. And with an, with an abundance of stories becomes storytelling. So you have a hell of a story, man. Um, yeah. So that was <clears throat> all of this in Europe was before you moved back here and started your music career here. Like this was all pre music here, right? Yeah, I mean, I I had been in bands in high school and in college, well, right? Nothing, nothing important at all. Like we'd play a show and then break up, you know, that kind of thing. Of course, yeah. Um, what was the first? What was the first instrument that you? I always started. Played, I always played bass guitar. That was it. Yeah, from the very beginning. Uh, I had this friend Nathan, and and he he uh, his mom always had all these guitars around the house. And like one day, like we, he and I would like just do stupid shit, like roll down a hill in a barrel because we were bored, you know. Like, Perfect, you know, like example. What, what you do? That's what we did. Like kid. totally, oh, like man. when you're bored in the woods, what you do, right? Like, <laughs> Fuck yeah. And you, if you a have barrel? a barrel, if you have a buddy Fuck to yeah. do it with, even even better. And so, race each other. Definitely. Uh, eventually, that just turned into us making music together, uh, and in <laughs> I don't know, early high school, late middle school, or something. Um, but yeah, so and he always wanted to play bass because he was like the 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 dark uh, kind of loner guy. At least that's how he always fancied himself. Uh, and so, uh. but like I'm like I'm too dumb and I'm too bad at music. Even though I I I love to play the trumpet at that point, like that was my jam uh. um, and French horn too. But so um, you had already played trumpet, yeah. And, oh, so your and, like, first instrument was trumpet. Yeah, uh, I guess so. I guess <laughs> yeah. if if you get back to because like, I was clarinet first. Oh man, I would love a clarinet. Right? 
<laughs> woodwinds are great. I, I, woodwinds I would are love to learn great. how to play a clarinet. Like I, I've wanted to do that for months. When I went, when I'm back to my mom's, and not to, I want to get back to your and your music and your upbringing. But when I went back to Alaska just here recently, um, my mom had her, her dad's, my grandpa's clarinet, and it's an actual real wood woodwind clarinet. And wow. I pulled it out of the case. It still had, she still had some fresh reeds. I mean, they had been used a few times, but only played a few times, not cracked or nothing. So I pulled a reed out, put it in my mouth, sucked on that reed for five, six, seven minutes, you know, got it nice and wet, put it in, tightened up the fucking arbiture. I played clarinet for, I played clarinet for three years. I got decent. I could sight read stuff like that. Um, and then Rusty played clarinet as well because oh, yeah. we had a clarinet. But then he played bass clarinet, and oh, then he I got he got playing bass clarinet, and then he got playing um, what's the big bass the double contrabass clarinet? Oh, yeah. So he played contrabass as well, um, and you know played for orchestras and did he he yeah, he he's did super everything. Talented. Yeah, Rusty is amazing, but um. Clarinet was the clarinet was the very my very first and re, very first exposure to music. So trumpet was yours. Yeah, uh, but that was that was in like middle school, uh, fifth grade, fourth grade. I actually went on strike against my band leader at that uh, that point uh, because I wanted to be in jazz band, but they would only let like sixth or seventh graders into jazz band, and I was like, fuck that, I'm I'm better than those guys. So I went on strike in my regular band, meaning I didn't go to class. I just said. You know, I'm not going to your class. That's man. awesome. And I it was like everybody with me, and I like brought half the class with me. So like we just didn't go to class that, uh, and for like a week. And then they like called me in the office, and they're like, "Hey, we got to do something about this." And I was like, "Well, let me be in jazz band." And they're like, "Okay." So then, then I got into <laughs> jazz band, uh, which and was which, where you uh, fit right in. Yeah, uh, I didn't realize that <laughs> strong, awesome. strong arming, strong arming my way into things was not really like a, a great approach. But right, uh, but it worked one time. It worked when I was a, a like a fifth grader. Um, Perfect. But yeah, so trumpet, solid. Um, then I learned <laughs> I learned French horn. Um, that was it. I really liked French horn as well. Um, but then when I moved to Camus, which is just the local Portland place, a yeah. suburb. Um, I stopped. So um, then, a few years later, that's when I picked up the bass guitar with my friend Nathan. Awesome, awesome. Gotcha. And I gotcha. and I he was not. Um, and this was right around the same time Van Halen was out. Well, no, this is long after Van Halen, so this would have been like, well, I guess like eighty seven, eighty eight. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, gotcha. by four, here I was on four, the Guns N' Roses. Four years out. You're on Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Perfect. That was that would have been Appetite for Destruction. Yeah, that year. Yep. Got about that. What about uh, ACDC? I've never liked ACDC. No. Yeah, I know it sounds so weird, but like it just. What doesn't was it about them? The, it's the it's, riffs or the voice. All of it. It seems okay. It, it seems disingenuine wait that's not a word in disingenuous uh yeah it doesn't it doesn't i mean it, you feel it's like act. they're faking it it's an act and that really doesn't, that does not appeal to me at all you think mm. they're fake okay that's in i've never heard that before that's interesting but it makes perfect sense like, all the songs sound the same it's the same formula you know people i mean 
hey, don't get me wrong. The the I love the Ramones, right? And, and they're the that same. Was, that was fucking like way genuine, man. Like those guys were just that's what they did. Yeah, but the ACDC's Australian Ramones. No, when Bon Scott was there, <laughs> yeah. but they're 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 like a, a a joke of themselves, in my opinion. Do you feel the same way about the Eagles? Because I know you don't like the Eagles. <laughs> I do, but for different reasons. I heard they're getting back together. They're like having a Joe show. Walsh we and all that. Joe, yeah. Well, I thought well, Joe Walsh died. Oh, you're right. He did die. Um, so he I don't know die. like what they're doing, but I saw the Eagles are playing some shows this summer. That's yeah. really weird. Yeah. Huh. Very weird. I don't know, man. Music's one of the biggest things I love about music in itself is how how varied an opinion can be about music and that everybody can still relate on how much they love what they listen to. That's that's the most important part of all. That and and that's totally it. Like I love like I'm I'm not an opinionated person. Like I I mean maybe I am, but I'm not going to voice my opinion all that much, but about music and art I will because like that, right. like it, it's expression. It, totally. Like and it's it's what it says about me. Like 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 I'm not I can't tell you how that song sounds to you. I can tell you what, what it sounds like to me and what it means True. to me. <clears throat> Which is amazing because we both sit here and we both listen to Hot for Teacher or, you know, the three of us and or we both listen to Panama and we rock out to it and we mm. and we all like it. So to Definitely. me, that tells me that we hear it the same because we all like it. But yet we hear another song and even by the same band, maybe from a different band. And we we disagree on how we hear it. Yeah. So is it is it the music? Is it the person? What do you think? Lead like, up. Because we can like we yeah. me and you can sit here and hear one song and agree that it's awesome, and hear the next song and disagree on how good it is. I there's there's too much that goes into it, right? It's just it's just yeah. it's perception, and and like that's your whole life. Like that leads up to that moment where you're listening to that song and you're like, no, this doesn't, this doesn't appeal to me. And that's why it can change over time. Like it's just either like, but what, what brings, I'm, I'm asking maybe dig a little deeper. What brings it? Like we could even agree that the Rolling Stones are great, but we could go through a Rolling Stones catalog and probably go, man, I, I hate brown sugar. And you could go, well, I love that song, but I hate this song or, you know, and we could agree on the rest of the band. Like, I don't know. I mean, I think that's that's what makes art awesome. Like, I, I mean, that's why I, I feel like I can be opinionated about. Well, of course we can. I'm just wondering, do you, do you think you have a maybe an idea why or I don't know. Oh, I yeah, I don't know. I have no idea why why we might just perceive something differently. I don't know. Oh, it's, man. I, I try to entertain it a lot. I try to you know play with the ideas of. What makes well? It's I don't know, man. It's cause and effect. It's every day, every single moment we opened our eyes. However long ago we've all been living, we were all the youngest being on this earth at one time, right? As soon as we were born. No, well, you're right. No, <laughs> well, that's kind of amazing. You know what I mean? So as like, soon as you're born, as soon as you're we the youngest eyes. being on the planet. So as soon as we instantly just like, oh my god, I'm conscious, and you become aware of yourself. Man, that's your life, and that's all that it becomes. So 
yeah, of course we're going to have huge differences with every single different art. And just the fact that all of us can see that, you know, these, I don't know, we have a lot in common. But that's really cool. I think, I, don't know. I think there is tons of things that like put us down that road though. Just like, like advertising, mm-hmm. like the way advertising For real. impacts us, like and it changes our brain. That's why, like, that's why popular music is what it is. It like it all strikes us from something, and it's probably from an ad that we saw twenty years ago. You know, uh, very which, well could be like you got uh, attached to an ideal. Yeah, right. The or Mand- or just a little effect. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's. It, I don't. I don't know how to describe it, but it's like it's a familiar like thing and and so that's why popular music is is that it's because it's it's familiar kind of in, in those ways but no. i think a lot of things play into why really popular things are popular no that's super interesting yeah really good point um yeah so okay no so if being okay i get it so it could simply be that you're you're kind of saying it's it's really more cultural like the what you're exposed to and upbringing and even like you could want to hear some things but it could what, be situational it, you know so it could be that we what were both we both love van halen but my radio station in the town i lived in played a different song as our running van halen song than the radio station you heard where you grew up right and so we disagree on the song or or just because but we both love the band because i heard it when i was riding bikes and going over bike jumps you know and it appeals to me in that way because oh, i remember yeah. the first time i heard it and maybe i heard it in car trips which are more or right more, you know right and, and i think that colors a lot of, of that well, stuff okay too. yeah so definitely actions when you hear it oh man that's really close. That's really clever. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry. No, don't be, don't be, don't be. That's, that's fucking amazing. I don't know. Um, what about a third song? So we said do, that. Do we it, settle it? No, you, you had to pick. Oh man. <clears throat> I don't have any what, what were we going to choose? We're going to choose between, uh, top Jimmy and drop dead legs. I think we got to go drop dead legs. I mean, Top Jimmy is kind of a, a fun guitar song, but this is like another DLR thing. Like, I don't know, man, he was on fire at, at this time. All right. That settles it. It's getting dropped. Yeah. Listen to that guitar. I mean, I know it's screaming.
That was really clever. Interesting. Okay, I get it. I get it. That's crazy. They're pretty good. No, yeah, they're really good. They're pretty good. That ride is laid over the top of this whole track. Sitting about the town. Listen to him screaming on that guitar, man. This was rock and roll to me. Like this was the the first rock and roll to me. This was it, huh? Yeah. So, so right after this, um, I mean, did you get any, any heavier stuff? No, I, you know, I did. I, you just, I had like, like, I mean, I was like, what about like priest, Judas Priest? No, any um, of that kind of stuff. I was. I I got into uh, Motley Crue. Okay, uh, a little okay. more hair metal, and then you said you went Guns and Roses ways. Yeah. You probably it's cool. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So you say the hair side of everything, yeah. huh? Uh, Poison Rat, yeah, Alice yeah. Skid Row, yeah, Alice in Chains. No, not so much no. Alice in Chains. I've seen Alice in Chains a million times. Well, maybe not a million, but a bunch of times. But yeah. like, that's not my thing. But Skid Row, yeah, I, um, I, Scorpions, oh, all yeah. of White Snake, White yeah. Snake, yeah, that. Um, yeah, all that stuff. Of course, Tower okay. Power. Oh yeah. Yeah, all all okay. that stuff. Okay, you know, so and you went that way and, and, and no older, no tool, because um, <laughs> like I wasn't even into the the like the pop then. No, like, of course, when I was a kid. But, but what about yeah. Bowie? I wasn't into Bowie until like I figured later out Bowie. in life. Yeah, like like you were like oh yeah. Bowie. Uh, yeah, 
yeah, it was like a, it was like a, an epiphany, and I was like, oh. Same with Beatles. Was that Beatles for you as well? No, uh, I grew up listening to the Beatles. From, See, the Beatles from the was, was an epiphany. The Beatles and the Rolling Stones both were an epiphany moment for me. Like, oh, okay, oh no, now I get it. Okay, that's mad. That's okay. fucking mind blowing. Okay, no, thank you for saying that because now that makes that makes that make a little sense because like I've always known the Beatles. The Beatles have always like I've never not known the Beatles. See, that was Pink Floyd for me. Right, and I found Pink Floyd uh, as a as a senior in high school. Right. Um Pink Floyd for me was I grew up Adam Hart Mother was like Adam Hart Mother and Pink Floyd Echoes Metal, the album Metal or the Adam album Echoes, whichever one it was. But um I mean like I thought Pink Floyd was a band that existed at that time because I was... Well, they did. The, sort of. Okay, but they, they, they didn't just write Dark Side of the Moon when right, I was a right, child. Right, right. I thought they did. Like, that's how, cur- that's how much we listened to it. My mom played it like it was, you know... Hey, remind me to talk to you after, the, after we're off here about uh, Roger Waters, too. Okay. Deal. Okay. Sorry. Deal. Um, no, man... Thank you. This album was amazing, dude. I, yeah. Thank you for bringing yeah. it. Um, it is. I don't know. It's a good album. It's a. It's the first. Another one. It's the first Van Halen we played on the show. Yeah, you know, I was thinking like, what album should I bring? And then I thought, what better than like this? This is not my favorite album of all time. Of course, I love it, but yeah, um, it's like awesome. it's my first album. And, it, and yeah. it, like like I said, I could I could talk about every single song in this album for, for hours. That's awesome. because it, because of like all the meaning it, it has for me. So like mm. um, like I, I don't know. I was just happy to to be able to to share it. Heck yeah, man! Perfect, perfect. We're happy so to have you share it. So closing out this episode, I wanted to we tabled this earlier. Underwater mammals. Oh yeah, I wanted to bring this back to you. Oh um, man. And postulate a question to you. You're a science guy. You pay attention to things. Yeah. You would be what the what the what the kids would call hashtag woke. Oh yeah. I would okay, say okay. I think I think I know what that means. Yeah, yeah. Me, I, I I'm guessing at the same time. Um well, I'm pretty sure I got so, it. So we asked this question to a guest or previously on the show. And me and Jason have talked about this as well. We want to try and start asking our guests this question because it, it really inspi- it really sparks All right. serious conversation. <laughs> what do you find more probable? Alien life outside of our solar system. Because we're we know there's no intelligent alien life inside our solar system. So that, yeah, that we know of. Right. Intelligent alien life outside our solar system. Right. Or intelligent life in our oceans that we haven't discovered yet oh, that's an easy one for me I, it's it's definitely space aliens space aliens you think aliens are more probable oh, than yeah, underwater absolutely. intelligence i think i think like it could happen any day yeah yeah do you think it's happened yet you know what no I like his ass i like where he's going with this because you know the I mean? last guy went water you want space? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, they're still finding new things in the ocean all the time. We've cool we've discovered things, such right? really little cool, cool ain't, cool ain't, you know, 
and and Alien. like we haven't we haven't Spaceships. gone all the way down and like there's all this stuff that we we we're we haven't been able to explore i get right. that idea right but like really? like we're we're getting so well maybe not but we're getting i won't say good but we're getting more advanced at being able to search for alien signals that like we find we find them all the time now it's just a matter of finding one that that actually like responds pays and, off you know yeah um and and i still think like it, it doesn't matter if we find it it's still like millions of light years away right true, so like we're true. not going to be able to respond in in our in our time Life frame game. yeah um so what difference does it make but yeah i think i think we could find that any day because it yeah i don't disagree there would be a frequency coming at us i guess i don't disagree i I don't want to like actually stand firm to disagreement but i would only i would only want to say that i want to come from this side and i might have already said this already in the podcast but you haven't heard it i want to come from the side of the underwater mammal that's intelligent and say that we've been around for a long time and we watch you guys develop boats and first you just tied logs together and then the ships got better and better and soon you figured out better vessels to sail at them steel to come across our waters in that floats but we realized in doing that you also polluted our water so we dove deep and because we we watched you guys develop all of your technology Evolved. the whole time, you, we watched you evolve to the water while we were born in the water. It's eventually, it's essentially Bane to Batman, born in, you know, the darkness versus raised in the darkness. You guys have, the, we had to, as humans, we had to evolve to the water. We developed better stuff to go in the water. And then as soon as we were pretty good at the fucking water, we developed technology to search the water because we were pretty sure we were adequate at floating in it. But the the life under the water watched us develop all this the whole time. And they realized what we we were polluting the water before we were searching it hardcore. Yeah. Before we were diving in it, before we were doing any actual sonar exploring, we were already polluting it. We had right. we had made our appearance in the oceans well known that we were around before we did any exploring. It would seem that there was ample time for a intelligent species that lived underwater to find itself a place to not be seen by the time that we had developed technology then polluted it, and then figured out means to search it. They would already be hiding. I mean, I I, I see the argument, and, and I think that, like, for kind of loud, like, I'm just, dolphins are smart. That's what oh, I'm yeah. saying. That's, we went back to, that's what I'm saying. They're smart as fuck, dude. Yeah. We just can't understand their cheater-chatter telling us that there's humans with tails swimming around. Like, they could be. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, watch out for these fucking mermaids. All, all all good myths come from some form of truth, right? We would we would like to think so, right? I, I mean, really would. Socrates Socrates never wrote a thing, but everything we can trace to Socrates, Aristotle wrote. So, we we only assume Socrates is real, but he actually never wrote anything. 
Right. But all of the knowledge and early psychology and empiricism that came from, you know, came from in, 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 where intellect really started, I guess, the age of reason we say is Socrates, yet he never wrote a fucking thing down. It was Aristotle. Yeah. Maybe he didn't exist. Maybe the Fake ocean news. people don't exist. Yeah. Or <laughs> we'll, we'll never know. You know, this is this is what that's is where it comes of, down yeah. to. So, we'll what do you think know. is what do you think is more probable I, to find out he's first? I, I, Ocean or I think it's definitely going to be space alien, aliens, space aliens. All right, because yeah. I'm with you too. I just gave the argument, but I don't believe in the yeah, ocean argument. Aliens. I just tried to give a good one. No, I'm with space. It seems space. It seems it's there's so much more space than there is ocean. Yeah, yeah. We we've we've checked. I even love the optimism of it. It could probably get happen. Be on day. our planet, but isn't that so well, self-centered to think planet. that not the other planet, intelligent but... life that we don't know of is still only on our planet? It's not outside of here. Like, isn't that pretty arrogant well, to think no. of? Yeah, yeah, but to it think also that the other sense. one we don't know of is here. No, we know we know there's life all over the place, and so now it's just a, a matter of finding the right kind of life. Right. What True. what what qualifies our definition of it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. we we know that we know that like you have tiny microbes like, and, and right there there is life things. on Mars. Like if there was life on Mars, then then there's life all over the place. Yeah. So do you think do you think the the what what do they call that intergalactic seeding or in um like oh god what's the term for that inter like, Where basically like an asteroid hit Mars, blew some chunks off of Mars. Life was living on Mars when the asteroid hit it. The chunks flew to Earth and landed on Earth. The at the biology that was still on Mars, rocks alive, landed on Earth and seeded Earth with life. That's very, very, you know, that that's a possibility. I don't know what kind I don't of know either. I don't know either. I'm but speculating. Wouldn't that be awesome? I would like it to really think we're would. Martians. Yeah. It makes fucking sense. But then, like, we where, know where we did know the life on Mars come from. It didn't. It didn't start well, on Mars. Well, you know? so we know that a large body hit us to also create our moon. It could be all in the early workings of like the forming of the solar system. Well, I mean, there's there's life on on a lot of different objects out out there we like, would like to think so in, in our solar system bones out there and on so other like, planets man i mean where, who knows where, where did that come right? from and and that that's a mystery for another day i guess i don't know man we started with science i guess we're in with science it's a um safe to say if we ever find alien life you're gonna be back yeah give me a call well, not only don't that, give me a call, not, text me. We will. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to actually have to talk. I want to just text. Right. Um, okay. When is? I don't know. I think it'll be before we find alien life. Of course. Because um, you I know, who knows like, when that will be? Well, he but, was saying it could be day. tomorrow. But there's all types of tech. So, like, so, oh, so like you that. being a tech guy, are you worried about AI? I think Ugh. it's interesting. What 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 side of the camp? Okay, because there there really is two sides of the camp. There's AI is coming and it's going to be a benefit, or it's going to get smarter and no one's going to. It's going to take over. Yeah. Where do you see it and going? Kill us all. 
you're in tech, really. Where yeah, do you see well, AI not, going? Not that I have anything to do with this. But, not not uh, not development, but uh, yeah, you envelop there. yourself in it, it. It's hard for me to believe that like we're gonna somehow like lose control of artificial intelligence. But like, mm. uh, I don't. I mean, I I I think uh, there's a lot of smart people who who disagree with that statement. Um, Stephen Hawking, um, you know, fucking Elon Musk. Like I don't yeah. know, but right. I mean, do, do, I think do, it's do, an, do an inevitability, into, no matter what. Do you look into AI or anything like that at all? You know, uh, what I'm really into is uh, is those uh, uh, Boston Robotics. Do you know about Boston yes, Robotics? They're walking. Yeah, uh, they they, they, they can't fall down. There's they, some incredible things that they're doing. They that, that is I watched cool a video of their new robot. Um, the one oh that God, runs on the treadmill. The one that runs on the treadmill that <laughs> actually has things. shoulder yeah. posture like a human does. He's not like weird and boxy and slumped over. He's like yeah. actually his shoulders are back and he runs and like can. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. His hips can go bilaterally, which is the first robot they had with. It's the first, as far as I understand, it's the first robot they've made with bipedal movement forward and bilateral hip movement posterior to its torso movement. So they can actually have something walk forward, its hips move side to side, and its torso lean backwards and forwards, all independent of one another, like a human. And it's the first, Boston Dynamics is the first company to make a robot that can do all three of those so bipedal forward movement posterior hip movement and whatever the other torso torso post torso yeah that, that's movement. the kind of stuff that, that i pay amazing. attention to that's really cool stuff that's amazing and 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 they're conscious of their own self, so they keep center yeah. of oh, gravity. That's hey, the weird thing. I don't want to make this longer, but here, here's no, our, we have time. Here's I a, just a cool one to to check out if you haven't please. looked into this. There is an artificial at- intelligence lab in Russia. Oh, okay. that has uh, like robots, mm-hmm. um, AI robots, fully AI, and there's one that taught itself how to get out. And it keeps getting out and going to the to the town for some reason, and they don't know why, and they just keep reprogramming it. But it keeps trying to get out and go to the town. That's okay. I'm gonna look up that. Um, I'm, I'm not saying that that's real news that's or fake news, sweet. but I read it on the internet. Okay, oh. yeah, I love that. That's, that's, that's awesome. Almost as good of a source as I will get ever. <laughs> um, I, I don't go much farther than the internet. I might go right. to a web page, but pretty much is if I read it on the internet, it's there. Yeah. Um, music wise, really quick before we end this, and we could talk maybe a little bit about this as well. Um, if you haven't ever heard of this band before, the Alabama Shakes. I have heard of the Alabama Shakes. Okay. I wanted, if you hadn't, I wanted to say they're amazing. Listen okay. to them. I'll check them out. The Alabama Shakes. All right. It's good, real. Our our guest last week, Twitch Silverback, introduced us to them. And um, I had actually been listening to them quite a bit this week. And it's, uh, man, it, it sounds like, just early i don't know developmental music man it, like it it really bring it it sounds like roots development music awesome. it's good alabama shakes awesome I'll really check it good out. stuff um josh this has been amazing yeah it's been fun
Kiss an ass. Really ass. And I think... Real tight. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Real tight. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah! Joe Jackson will be on the episode. Ow, ow! Have a good week. <laughs>